fellow Megatennis, and welcome to another episode of Hello, Fellow Megatennis. I'm LaRue, and with me is Spider. Hey. Neb. Hello. And Glib. Glib? I can't say yo. What, did it work? I don't know. No, we didn't hear anything. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> All right, great intro. Well, you're the least favorite, dude. <laughs> so, um, so we got a lot of news because a lot of really weird things happened, but I feel like the most interesting stuff was the stuff with the community, so I can't wait to talk about that. Okay. The community is actually being productive, and that's crazy. Um, so let's let's get started by talking about this one unfortunate thing that ha- happened. I believe the last day of this arcade will be tomorrow. This there's three different arcades in Akihabara. I gotta pronounce that wrong. <laughs> but, Akihabara. Yeah. We're talking about the, the Sega arcades. The you didn't. You didn't. Um, Sega arcades is. Yeah, you didn't be... specify that. It's the Sega what? arcade that's going away. You just said the arcade. I put one. So there's so there's three of them in Akihabara, and they're wow. I said it wrong again. But they're, it's it's the the biggest one, the one that's kind of actually left a mark on the um, the cityscape. So if you did like a if you if you took a photo of of it, you'd you'd be like wow. Um, Sega Building Two. That one's gonna be. Um, closed forever it's like a huge arcade one of the many huge ones i believe it's five or six floors um of just arcades um yeah it's gonna be gone forever there's the the thought is that it's just due to corona you know affecting people going and it's the landscape is changing literally it's yeah after how many decades has that been up Oof, um, 2003 is when this one opened, so it's not super old. So 17 years for this particular building, but... Um, it almost made it to adulthood. Almost, yeah. And this... Well, it's, it's one of the things where Sega's reports, like the annual like sales reports, have been indicating a decline in their um, arcade business anyways. So I think that in saying that Corona didn't help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So well, I'm to go to that one that I think I think you actually can go to it inside of it in Yakuza. Don't quote me on that, but I someone was telling me that you can see it in Yakuza. But I I've, I've I was never gonna ask that question. I know in like they take place in different areas, I think in different ones. But maybe I mean, this one where you can go there. I think it's the the newest one with the um, Ichiban or whoever the um, the new protagonist is. Yeah, Ichiban. Oh, oh, he's number yeah. one. The yeah. spinoff one, right? Is it a spinoff? It's called it's Yakuza Seven, seven isn't it? Or it's not the spinoff. Oh, I thought or it was. If... I, I don't even know if that's out yet. I haven't been following anything. It's out in Japan. It's coming. Oh, okay. It's supposed to come out in the West pretty soon, and it has the weird localization name Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, like a dragon, like a dragon. Yeah, that, that's what I think too. I'm like, dude, is he like a dragon, like a dragon? So if when you play that game and you see that um, arcade, just know that it's gone forever in real life. By the time we get the game in the West, it sucks. I I don't know. I, I I actually had it on my itinerary for going to Japan because it's one of the places where one floor is just Print Club machines, and I was hoping that they would have the old um, Atlas uh, Print Club twos, which have the Jack Frost um, thing, so I could record footage of it. But now it's going to be gone forever. And yeah. And I have to break in. Yeah, basically. The, um, the other thing that kind of ties into that is that Sega is coming, joining the pre club 
game again, or they're already back in it again. So I guess it's yeah, weird. They, that they made a like, giant new print club machine, and it looks pretty nice. It's, it, it it's looks, like studio quality photos. Which is kind of like a weird market, because I know the original appeal was that it was like just portable photos, but that's obviously a ship that's long sailed and gone and not relevant anymore. I mean, so, it's kind of nice if you like need something for your like your resume or whatever, and you could just go there, grab a photo, and done instead of having to go to a photographer or something to get pro- something professionally done. That's true. Did you know? This is because I'm working on my print club script. There's they actually had an aroma club which would check your aura and would give you a um, perfume based on it. They had yeah, I a, remember reading about that. It was oh, really weird. <laughs> They had a bunch of weird ones. They had like ones where that would record like little. You can record little um, gifts basically, and and print out a keychain of a gif of you doing something. It's like, and they also had a passport one, which is what what you just reminded me of because I'm like, dude, I could use one of those fake passport. <laughs> no, it would print out like actual like the 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 photo you would need for a passport. It would just it was literally just for that. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot better than um, you know, getting it taken anywhere else because. Passport photos are, yeah, it's like driver's license photos. They are not flattering. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what it, what it is about that. Um, but anyway, that's that. The next thing that I thought was interesting is the DDS jewelry line got a bunch of new merch, um, including a Jack Frost a, made out of denim. Um, I, they're, they're doing a, a pop-up shop right now, and if you buy anything from the pop-up shop, you can get this cool Jack Frost um, Corona blocker mask thing. Corona blocker, <laughs> and it looks it looks kind of good actually. But you were saying that it's not the kind that you're supposed to wear for Corona. Yeah, it's uh, not recommended to wear that type of mask. It's like the the neck guard uh, mask where it just like goes all the way down your neck. Yeah. It's... Yeah. But it looks cool, so it's I don't know. I like it. I just want to say. That the guy in the uh, the photograph for, uh, for the mask, it looks like Hideki Kamiya. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. You mean Kajita? Yeah, that's Kajita, Mafia Kajita. Huh? Who is that? You don't know who that is? I don't. He's the guy oh. that's in all Atlas promo, basically. <laughs> no. Yeah. If you look up, if you I don't look buy up, stuff, bro. Um, yeah, we don't buy jewelry. Club, well, the. Every single like Atlas live stream, well, I mean, except the last one, he was pretty prominent in all of all of it, especially the um, 25th anniversary stuff. And the Persona Stalker Club that they discontinued a while back. Yeah, he's he's pretty popular. He, apparently, he's a freelance reporter, and I think that's interesting that that's his title. <laughs> uh, of all these things, I like the 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 what is it, Levi Frost plushie? Yep. It looks so nice. It actually looks like Jack Frost, not like derpy Jack Frost, like all the other ones. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the face shape. The way they actually did the face is more accurate, so that's nice. But they, they had a couple of other like they had a couple of other jewelry and stuff they added. They added every single ring that Chiaki wears, plus the, the Asam. Yeah, Asamu's ring, Black Frost ring, which is like ugly. Like I'm so sad how ugly it is. Uh, Demi Fiend color as well. So his tattoos. The... Yeah, they made the red ones. Oh yeah, which what is that like? 
um, two demon ending ring, or is that like injured? It's a uh, Chaos King, so I, I think it's TDE. Yeah. Okay, Chaos King sounds way cooler than two demon ending. Yeah, it does. Even though um, it's fleeting, but um, my favorite of it the... is the Palaya Ring. Yeah, that one's super good. The trash demon. <laughs> and he's so I was wondering why he was there, and I so I decided to look at the poll from the 25th anniversary. Um, Pelead, he or what Pelead, whatever his name is, he's like, um, he's like, he's like in the top 20, so he's really popular. <laughs> top 20, I thought he was top 30. Wow, top 20, jeez, yeah, that's ridiculous for that demon, really, really low, like low 20, like 18, I think, or something. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't amazing, but it's, I mean, it's still amazing when there's like, like almost 600 or 700 demons or whatever you're. You're in the top twenty, the trash yeah. demon. So he's very popular there. Um, also, the shirts sold out. They had these three ugly shirts, a uh, uh, a a weird camo. Was it green or brown? Yeah, camouflage uh, Jack Frost shirt. It was like green, white, and darker green. One of them was pink, which had black frost on it. I like that one. Kind that of. was the best one. That's the one everyone was wearing on Twitter. It's one of the things where it's the best of the worst thing, <laughs> which if 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 your if your prize is being the best worst thing, it's not really that good. But um, uh, I feel like there was a couple of other rings that they they added. Oh yeah, the Shimigami Tensei If class ring is there as well. Boo. Yeah, I know. I don't know why they even did that. It was really expensive too for some think, reason. Is it is it platinum? Maybe I don't uh, know what it was. I didn't find a description of it other than the name, so couldn't find out. Um, yeah, uh, back on the shirts, they were $160 for a t-shirt. Yeah, an ugly t-shirt. Just, <laughs> it, you know, you can get the Jack Frost plushie for 60 bucks, or you can spend 160 bucks on a t-shirt. Hmm. You can, with, the, with the cost of the t-shirt, you could literally buy three Levi Frosts. Jack Frost made out of denim. You could buy three of those for the price of one, or maybe it was maybe two and a half because tax. <laughs> but it's not. I, I don't know. The shirts, shirts are bad. They showed they did some like promo photos where they made them look less bad. <laughs> and um, even then, it's still kind of weird. But suffice to say, the, they added a bunch of new merch. They even talked about having the the store show up on Amazon for America or the West. So right now, if you wanted to buy any of the jewelry or anything, you'd have to use a proxy buyer to import it. But if they do what they were thinking of doing or what they said they're trying to do, which is to get it into the Amazon in the West as a, as a store, then it'd be a lot easier to get the merch. And that'd be kind of nice because it's cheaper too. I was trying to find a, a, a picture of the of Peliad or whatever pleated, but Elida, I think. But all all the images that I found on um, on Twitter are all like super low low resolution. Ah, uh, that's fine. Yeah, but it's 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 just an interesting uh, thing. I I I'm surprised at how many like attractive young people are into Megaton because they what they what they've been doing is retweeting anyone who like puts the hashtag. And uh, like everyone was pretty like model esque and cool. They had the 
the official voice actor for Rido um, showed up in a Rido cosplay, um, and a bunch of like other Mega Ten people, like um, the the rapper guy from Persona showed up. So it's 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 really interesting how much how much of a like big deal it is that they're doing this pop up because the previous pop ups didn't really garner as much attention. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one was they had a lot all at once. Yeah. Oh, here's a pelly. Here's pelly lead. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna buy the cheap Chiaki ring, which is like a black, black like um I forget I forgot what it's made. It's made of some sort of cheap material. So it's like fifty, fifty, sixty dollars. So I might buy that's it. probably one of the cheapest items on there besides uh, the frost plushie. Yeah. Oh man, it does look like Metatron. Glib said it looks like Metatron. It, there's too much expression in that face to be Manatron. Fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that. Also, I wanted to talk quickly about some of the fan projects. The most interesting thing is just the sheer amount of translation work that's happening. Um, there's, a, there's a group called, I guess, Tradu Square. Probably pronouncing that wrong. They're working on SMT1 translation for Spanish, 4, uh, Persona 1, Devil Survivor, Devil Summoner, and Digital Devil Saga. They had a couple of things on their website that, that appears to be complete, completed already. But it's really interesting because, you know, I never, I never really considered the Spanish translation scene, like how, how many, because it wasn't up until I met um, Hagane, um, Spider, and aware of who Kahagane is. Yeah. Runs like the Velvet Network. Um I didn't know that there was a huge like Spanish Megaton fan base. This is like a a very large group of people. And they just don't have mo like they have even less than we have in English. But they're just equally as passionate. So there's this huge push for Spanish translation work. And I think that's pretty impressive. Um especially when they're doing all these projects all at once. So kudos to that. Pretty easy to tell if you just look at the look at the questions we get. There's a lot of names that are like very Spanishy. It's no surprise to me. <laughs> I don't know how this surprised you. It's a surprise to me because I don't make the assumption that a Spanish name means that they're they speak Spanish. Well, the Portuguese audience well, is at least wrong. getting the the switch now that that's officially oh, being released right. there. So hopefully yeah. the rest of South America can get it as well. Yeah, eventually. That, that, that the way that Nintendo announced that. So what we're talking about is Nintendo announced that the Switch is going to become come to Brazil in an f- official capacity, if you can buy it easier. But the way they did it was they phrased it exactly like the meme that I've been seeing the last couple of months, the "Come to Brazil" meme. They I think that like was that. definitely intentional. <laughs> If it, if it was, it's, it's, I almost feel like it's uncharacteristic of Nintendo because I don't think they ever lean into pop culture. It's always really like stale or um, stale family friendly stuff. So I, maybe they leaned into the meme because it's not a malicious meme or anything. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's a more of a friendly, welcoming one rather than something, you know, with a stigma attached to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now we're going to get into Nocturne news. Gotta say, like before I get started with this, I have like a couple of like things I wanted to discuss. The first thing, 
Neb, do you like mushrooms? Whoa, whoa, whoa here. <laughs> Where's this going? What are you talking about? I'm just I asking, do just... you eat mushrooms, yes or no? Uh, I did a week ago. No, I'm saying, is that like a preference? By preference, you would purchase mushrooms for consumption? Uh, <laughs> what is this? I've never paid for it. I've had it for free, though. What about you, Glib? No, I do not. Okay. So, th- we're not going to address why I asked that question. Give <laughs> What I'm, is like, going on? <laughs> the other thing is, I'm I'm like frustrated with the Nocturne thing altogether. Everything related to Nocturne, I would say that the initial announcement, I had like a hardcore fanboy reaction where I was just super excited. And I think as of the last major announcement, which was the Fortune Teller site, I am kind of done with Nocturne. I would, I almost would. I would cancel my pre-orders if I didn't just want the extra the posters and stuff. <laughs> so we're gonna go into it knowing that I, I'm I'm not happy. the The first big thing is the Nocturne. the 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 first major DLC that's not the easy mode is Dante is going to be included, and Dante will be DLC, which will unlock the Maniacs mode, which essentially is just in in the title menu you can choose between. Starting off as starting off the game, the chronicle version of the game, or you can toggle maniacs and it'll just be the same exact game except Dante's in it instead of Rido. So if you buy the DLC, you're not getting Dante as an unlockable character while you're playing the Rido version. It just means you can, excuse me, toggle between the two. So there's that, and it's not just that it's DLC. It's day one DLC, and it's ten dollars. Um, it's a little cheaper in the Asian, the Asia regions for like China and Korea. It's like nine bucks, but the fact that they have to pay for it at all is one of the, the my major pro- qualms, I guess. How do you guys feel about the DLC? Pay for it, bro. It's not me. Uh, I'll tell you that much. Now featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Remember that joke when people put Atlas, the label. Whenever Atlas tweeted that label out. Um, yeah, when they you remember? It. Remember when Atlas tweeted it? I love that. I love that that meme will continue. I was actually hoping that they wouldn't do this at all. Um, just to like deprive people of that meme. But the idea that they're completely fucking over two of their markets by like taking out the base content of Rido and then being like, pay us another $10 so you get this experience at all. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's a good move. I like that. I'm actually seriously wondering how they're going to handle that content now. Like, what what's going to happen when like the scenes happen? <laughs> like, what? It's going to skip it. You go up on the stairs, and nothing's going to happen. And you just move on to the next fucking thing. I don't know. They could just turn off the events altogether, so that it would function just like the vanilla version. That's the, that's what Simply Dad was saying, and I I'm kind of leaning towards it being something like that, where the, where all those event markers for when Dante would show up is just like ticked off or turned off or whatever so it doesn't do anything I, I agree with that sentiment that it's probably just disabling those events fair enough and it's just unfortunate like imagine imagine being a megaton fan these people are and the, the, the thing that gets me the most is that when i when i was looking at the tweets for atlas japan and the the the, the nocturne or the megaton twitter account it's the saddest thing i saw 
some Japanese post uh, post or not Japanese Chinese posters, and they have this little image that says, "Please explain to us why we don't have Rhino." It's like the most polite language that Google Translate could provide. It was like, "Please, please explain to us. We deserve an answer." It's, and they're not saying, "Give us Rhino." They're saying, "Can you please just tell us why we don't have Rhino?" And it's just so sad because I was also looking at the Sega um, the Sega Facebook pages because. Um, Sega posts uh, for Atlas um, in for China and Korea, and the same thing. They post about they posted about uh, Dante. They're like, please tell us why we don't have Rhino. Can you please tell us? We just want to know. And it's like, dude, these people are polite, like, and, and, like, and they're not even getting a response at all. Well, it's... don't they know though? Don't they know the reason? Um, we surmised it pretty quick. Well, I mean. We we just gave a best guess. the the th- The problem is that there's there they both have um, I don't know. It just sucks because Alice should at least give them a statement or at least issue coupons so they can get like Dante for free for like the first week of release or something. Yeah, ridiculous. or it's like yeah, not even a coupon, just like release it as free or one dollar DLC or whatever the lowest possible thing you can in those yeah. regions. It's entirely but, possible that they don't know because they never got the Rido games too. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it was funny because we watched the live stream together, like me, Spider, Simply Dead, and uh, I think Filthy Blasphemer is a SMT streamer, and um, you know, it was it lasted all of like a minute, but then after discussing it for about an hour or so when we checked the Chinese and Korean version of uh, the Nocturne website, it it had their version of the trailer. And yeah, they're just getting charged for it, which is what made me really upset because it's, it's just dumb. It's just such greedy corporate behavior. And then I, I remember tweeting about it, actually. And I got into like a Twitter, Twitter argument because of it. <laughs> it is also not the only DLC coming. There is more DLC yeah. on the way. So we, And we don't know what yeah. that is. Which, you know, there's still more DLC. Yes, there is still more DLC for sure. Yeah, because none of these things are in the DLC page for the Nocturne website. The Dante DLC um, page is, is not there, and the other one is in uh, the gameplay, I believe, system and gameplay. Um, Dante is in what? Uh, characters? Or no, I think it's just. It's special. Special, yeah. It's not part of the DLC section. Yeah, so then the DLC section is the only section that's still empty or locked or wh- however. I mean, whatever. So we'll figure out what that is. I, I get this bad feeling now because so far this game has been pretty anti-consumer. So I think that it's going to be stuff that people might want, like, like a, I don't know, a mannequin route or something. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Ben, please, no, do not do that. It's one of my favorite parts is that they don't get an ending. Just don't do that. I don't know. Save all the mannequins. They'll be your friends. <laughs> the power of friendship ending. Yeah. <laughs> They'll join every, your party every... with goofy little traits. They're like, "Ooh, I'm the horny one. Ooh, I'm the, I'm the clumsy one." Every Mega Ten game needs a power of a friendship end now. <laughs> yep. Basically, the thing um, that I was trying to explain why it upsets me, and the best way I could explain it is, if you look at any DLC or any re-release of any game that Alice has done so far, it's either content that was cut from the original that gets added on post. So that's like um, Nocturne um, is literally an example of that. Same thing with uh, Devil Survivor 2. Some of the stuff got cut. It got put into um, Record Breaker. Or it's they force some like obnoxious stuff into the game. 
because an, an, another waifu means more money, which is literally any other game that's that I didn't mention basically has that except like Devil Survivor One. Um, but they but all that stuff is free. You know, it's just part. It's part of the re-release. Even when they re-release Persona, they only it only had like three three year window or whatever, um, and it got a whole another like ten minutes or ten hours of game added on. But this is something that we're paying almost exactly what it cost originally for the PS2 version seventeen years ago, and you're paying an extra ten dollars to get something that is already there that doesn't change anything because playing as Dante or playing with Dante versus Raido now is not, not any different because Dante has Pierce now. So it's the same. It's exactly the same. Just to, to, except, um, oh, actually, no, the other change is that when you play with Raido, he pays you in the game. So you get money. But when you play with Dante, he charges you. So you lose a little bit of money. I have a hard time. Well, yeah. Yeah, that fits Rido's character. I've, I've been playing lately, and he bribes everybody. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm just like, how is that something that's worth ten dollars? But also, like, we're getting a we're getting a game with a uh, we're getting a piece of pie. We're getting a full a full pie tin with a piece of pie cut out, and then they're charging a separate for that missing pie slice. And it's so dumb to me. And people are just like, Noah, it's ten dollars. Ten dollars is nothing. Also, you like, can virtually acquire the pie for a nominal fee of nothing if you'd like yeah certain means yeah so uh, so that's basically how i feel about that and it really upsets me it, it's it's one of the major reasons but we're gonna get into some of the other reasons um one <laughs> of the other interesting things that happened is um sega released their um quarterly or the quarterly earnings i believe and in there it mentions that it mentions a list of games that are coming between the time of the release of the um this the report and the end of um the quarters or the fourth quarter or whatever and in there it says it lists uh, smt5 as potentially being released by the end of the that quarter the end of the first quarter for 2021 which would mean as late as march or as early as sometime this year <laughs> um I get the I get the feeling that it's just a placeholder date though. Like it's literally just because this 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 document is for investors to be like, oh yes, you guys are doing well. You have all this content coming up, and there's a lot of buzz around it. So I, we're gonna we're gonna stay investing. You know, doesn't the uh, site say spring or something? So that yeah, would be March at the soonest. Yeah, it says, it says spring, but he, but even then, like the there's a couple of games on that list that. I believe there's one that just doesn't have a release date at all. It just says that's coming out 2021. Um, I believe the game is Humankind. I think you mean Mankind, right? No, it's, it's called good. Humankind. <laughs> it's literally called Humankind. But um, it just has like a 2021 release date, just like SMT5. And I think that including that on the thing is not a guarantee that we're going to get it that early. But what are your guys' thoughts? <laughs> In March, maybe April. It's usually when like I remember release Persona Five. Mm-hmm. Were you, were you gonna say Glib? I don't know if you're talking now. If I yeah, uh, if I remember correctly, the, the the quarterly report said like quarter one plus, so it was kind of seemed to me like it was implying that it was might come that time, but probably come later. 
Like I'm going to reiterate what I said last episode. Uh, quarter two. I saw it didn't see like it was clearly saying it was coming then. Yeah, it's just it has quarter two squiggly line, which is like estimated, you know, approximate. So I don't know. I'm just in the conservative estimate one year after that, at least. One year, yeah. With uh, corona delays, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm projecting end of next year. I don't think it's coming in spring at all. I think that it's a placeholder and um, that it's that you shouldn't read into this seriously because it's for investors. Yeah, I mean, they're what estimating if it's March, then that's like six months after what Nocturne releases in Japan. Yeah. And the, and we still have to get the release date for uh, RE Project Fantasy, which is probably going to be sometime next year as well, I would assume. I, I imagine we're going to get it. Etrian and Odyssey. And Etrian Odyssey. Etrian, yeah. They did mention that they would eventually be doing another project for that, so who knows? Yeah, so I see Tokyo Game Show potentially having at least one of those as a as an um, announcement. Like, oh, yeah, you're getting another Etrian Odyssey game next year. And all if and because they all of these projects would be like close, they're probably going to space them out by a few months. And Vanillaware makes... is also working on a fantasy title. Nice, can't wait for that to get delayed again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Vanillaware games take forever. It's just how it is. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know what. Wait, why was that in the Nocturne thing? That's it was. Oh, because I put it there. I'm that's my you idiot. So anyway, back going going back to Nocturne. Something really sad happened not too long ago, where a bunch of people got their their pre order canceled via CD Japan only. Apparently, it was some sort of what stock error, Spider. It was like yeah, a, it was a stock error. They um, thought they had more uh, copies than they actually did, and they had to cancel a cancel a ton of a ton of people's orders. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw some Japanese people also saying they got theirs, theirs canceled. So it wasn't just Westerners. No, it's just not everybody. But I did see some, someone posting this like email screenshot where it said that they were, they were prioritizing canceling Western pre-orders first, especially people who ordered multiple um, copies. And I feel like it was fake because I, if you're a company, you it would be really dumb of you to say that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's meant for the Japanese audience, so I could see them actually doing that there. But who knows? It, but I don't it, know. Suffice to say, I'm never pre-ordering from CD Japan again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's fair, to be honest. But um, yeah, if you if you are listening and you didn't check your email, you should check your email if you pre-order through CD Japan. Um, literally, no one that I know of who's pre-ordered through CD Japan still has their pre-order. Every single person I I know and recommended that to, they all got refunded. <laughs> and you cannot order another one unless you get one of the super expensive DDS ones. Yep. I saw that um there there's a couple websites that's that well there's one singular website that's English speaking that has pre-orders for it, but I'm keeping that URL in my back pocket just in case. Just in case more cancellations are around the corner. Yeah, literally, that's why. I'm afraid that I'm going to get something canceled and I'm going to have to buy it again. Um, the, other th- the other thing that I think we almost touched on last week is our last time we podcasted is that Nocturne was selling like hotcakes. It was 
listed in the in the top fifty. I believe it, it occupied six of the ten top ten spots, right? So um, yeah, it was in the the top ten when it was selling, and it was in the top fifty for like a couple weeks. Yeah, it's not there anymore. I checked today because I was like, oh, I wonder if it's still there. They're probably all mad because of Dante DLC two, I imagine. <laughs> or maybe just enough people pre-ordered it. Yeah, I, I think mean, all, it's not like yeah. you can get the collector's edition anymore. Yeah. Um, no more nightlights. They also did that thing. So I go ahead. Said no more nightlights. Yeah, no more nightlights. Um, they did do this weird thing where I think last week they updated their buyer's guide to show a bunch of the collector's edition stuff. Or not collector's edition, the, the pre-order bonuses from the different stores, which is irrelevant because now you can only buy the standard version of the game. But and all the all the pre-order bonuses are like the wackest things in the world. It's like keychains to character, not keychains. It's um, yeah, it's what kind of hack would sell Microfiber cloths. Yeah, microfiber cloth of Dante's face, not Dante, uh, Rido or um, and and Demi Fiend. A bunch of weird key. I keep saying keychains, but they're not keychains. They're like a they're like acrylic in, um printed things. It's all bizarre merch that I don't think anyone would want normally, but it's they had. <laughs> If you pre-order through Japanese sites, you can get your hands on some really bizarre Megaten stuff. Wouldn't recommend it, though. Um, but yeah, it, I think that it's interesting that it's it was in the top top ten for like it's for its initial um, week, and then you know stayed in the top fifty for a bit because I think that says a lot about the interest in Japan at least. Yeah, it was. I don't know I think it's doing pretty well. Yeah. Speaking of doing pretty well, Nintendo is doing 40% or 400% more sales, which basically means that people are buying things because Corona. Um, It's not unusual that they're doing well because I think everyone's doing well or any of these like these thingies are doing well. Gaming companies. Yeah. 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 Anyone in tech basically is doing well, or at least you should be. So for the, uh, for I guess like uh, April 20th to June, to June or sorry, April 1st to June 30th of this year, they made 358 billion yen. Don't know how much that is in real money, but I would imagine it's not too far off. So maybe like just 300 billion Dollars, <laughs> more money than I'll ever have. That's for sure. I mean, this podcast could blow up. You don't. You never know. Yep, it's coming. <laughs> that's chunk change. Yeah, it's just a drop in the well. Nintendo makes makes money. I wonder how um, much of that more. is Animal Crossing. A lot, probably half Animal, of it. Animal Crossing, probably still... half of it. Yeah, because. All of the time that um, that uh, Nocturne was in the top ten for um, for Amazon, one of the games that was always in the top ten and still is to this day, it occupies the number one spot. Is Animal Crossing? <laughs> that game is wow. <laughs> I, just, I just can't understand it. Like it's cool looking animals, and I, I guess it's fun to decorate. I guess. I mean, I can confirm decorating is pretty fun. Yeah, I like decorating. Just I, I, I don't know if I can do it in Animal Crossing, though. It got old pretty quick, in my opinion. 
You can't even customize your pants. <laughs> Animal Cross is a baby game. Just gotta put that out there. I I liked the Real one for 3DS. Melon. I liked the 3DS one. I played it for a bit before I got tired. I played like two hours or three hours. Two hours? <laughs> It's it's because I mean that's about as long as I lasted it's a too. Ring endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of baby games, Persona One is the PSP version is getting a UI HD remaster project going. They're actually fairly far along. They're almost done. From what I saw, they're at the part. They're at the phase where all they want is for people to play their um, play with their. I don't know what it's called. Is that a, is that a hack or what is that a called? mod there you go they, w- they want people to play with the mod and then if there's any parts of the ui that's not hd then just to let them know so they can fix it um it's really interesting because they, they mentioned they're not going to redraw anything it's just to make everything as just better looking as possible and it does look good um you could tell that, that they had problems with like match- matching fonts but they're willing to change the fonts if you know what the, the original font is so that's kind of nice as well um, it's one of those interesting projects because I didn't think it was necessary until I saw the like gif of the before and after of the um, the text. I didn't realize it was so hazy looking, but it's good. It's it's cool. It's one one of many of the like really interesting fan projects that are happening right now. Um, the other the other Persona related fan project is CJ's. Persona 2 Eternal Punishment PSP version translation project. He actually updated, I believe the first update was like like over the weekend last last week or something. And yeah. basically showing that he's proceeding and it's 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 got everyone excited again for it because they were stuck on they were stuck on something for a while and now it seems like it's um smooth sailing again. So we might get that before uh, Persona 6 comes out. That'd Maybe. Nice. Yeah. That would be nice. <laughs> Um, and then the last fan translation project that's happening for Persona is another Persona 2 thing. It's Persona 2 Innocent Sins World Guidance book. So for context, the World Guidance books are basically just like extraneous information about the games. It's not necessarily a guide of how to play the game. More like it talks about the settings, the, uh, the inspiration for character designs, information about characters like that's where like that's where almost all the birthdays and stuff comes from is guys like that um there's like a devil summoner one there's a there's a persona one version as well and yeah this one's this one's for persona two uh innocent sin specifically so if you're really interested in knowing what lisa's favorite food is or what um what ikichi <laughs> likes to do in his spare time that's it's literally what they talk about in this book so someone's working on that they tapped into the Russian Megaten fan fan site where they kind of archived a bunch of old Megaten things via scanning it. So they're using those scans and they're translating it to English. And I think that's really interesting. Uh, Good yeah. on the Russian fans for archiving all that. Yeah. It's literally probably the most ex- expansive archive that's on online that I can find anywhere. Yeah. And it's also, a shame I can't read Russian. No, the, the they they just scanned and archived the Japanese stuff. They didn't translate it or anything. It's just like books and whatever in Japanese, but scanned. Pretty oh cool. wow, that sounds yeah. great. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, and I think this is the second to last Persona. Oh, we got two more. Oh, no. So Persona 4 Golden Steam is selling well. They released a statement basically saying that they're going to make more games. It's literally, they've made this statement like four times already. But they said it again more recently this time that they're going to port more games to more things. So they didn't specify specifically. Just to make sure you know. Yep. Yeah, beta version sold 1.5 million copies so far, too. Yeah, which I, I always think it's funny because people always go, blah, 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 Vita sucks. 1.5 million um, people who owned a Vita. Well, actually, no, that's not true because I bought Persona 4 Golden three times on the Vita. So some some people, you know, basically it sold well. I looked at the stats on Steam Spy. The, and the Persona 4 G sold anywhere between 500 to 1 million copies already. So it's it's already, like, getting close. I think it's kind of topping or slowing down. I think it'll take, like, a, like a Steam sale on, on um, Atlas stuff, because the last couple Steam sales, they didn't actually have Atlas games for cheaper. But if they actually put, it, put Persona 4 on sale, it'll sell well or sell more, I think. Yeah, or a, a boost in news, like announcing Scramble or something. Yeah. The Japanese have a very tenuous grasp on what a sale means. <laughs> they really do not, especially digital stuff. They really don't know how it works. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely give you that, because, dude, I I barely pieced together that games in Japan, not like not only are they more expensive, but when they go on sale, it's like $5 off. Yeah. Um, imagine, Insulting. imagine being, like, yeah. Imagine being like Persona Four Dancing. You can get the the brand new or the game from two years ago for five dollars less. It's like cool. Like no one, no wonder these games don't sell that. Like, they, like they don't have a long, um, like a stable sell rate. They like they drop off really quickly after the first couple of months. Yep. Um, Persona Five animation, like they, I guess it's been showed off quite a bit this past week and obviously people are just looking at how terrible the animation is and there a lot of people are praising or questioning the voice acting for the yeah. English dub i heard a, a couple of people mentioned they didn't like xander's voice here as much as they did in the game so Ugh, i don't know i haven't seen it yet so we'll see i've only seen a couple of is things it still four hundred dollars it's oh uh, no, it's only three hundred dollars actually. So you're it's not that bad. Only three hundred dollars. Yeah, with that with that three hundred dollars, with that with that three hundred dollars, you can order buy, now, bro. You can buy a PS4 Slim, and then you could buy Persona Five Royal, and you could just play the game. Mm-hmm. And, and you'd have with that one hundred dollars. You're only two hundred away for another copy. Yep, mm-hmm. that's true. Yep. Um, I the most coveted animation in the world. Like I'll give it to them. They had they. It was a tall order because Persona Five has so much like obnoxious animation like built into it that you have. If you try to copy it, it's gonna be hard. Like the um, like the finishing move thing. I don't remember what it's called, but the thing where Joker puts on his glove or um, Morgana swivels in his chair. Yeah, like all out that, attack. Yeah, all out attack. Yeah, that's gonna like that stuff. I know was gonna be like a tall order, and they they dropped the ball on it. So. That set the precedent for how the animation quality is going to be for the, everything else, and it's whatever. I think that people are, are nitpicking at times because you can tell that some of the anime, some of the like image, still images, are because it's an in between frame or it's 
a really far away like character so it doesn't look on model but it's whatever um don't buy the anime if you like not support it i mean if, if you don't want to support bad business practices don't buy the anime because it's it's not a good investment in my opinion <laughs> anyway <laughs> the last finally the last persona news is fantasy star online is getting yet another collab this time it's called persona paradox and it features persona three four and five and i looked into a bit of this it started on the 12th so it's uh almost over or over by now yeah um, probably, it might be over one of the strange thing is like they have a they have like a jack frost costume and almost all of the p5 characters except for the guys almost <laughs> all of the p3 characters except for the guys hmm, that's your trend <laughs> Yeah, Underwater. and then P four with just you, Teddy, Murray, and TA, and that's it. Oh, so like P four no. just has four characters. That's it. Everyone else has a ton of the cast, and then there's people over here with just four characters. They have the, I think they have the three worst characters from Persona Four too. Yeah, um, all Chia is popular, I guess, but the other two, well, mm. please don't disrespect Chia. Thank you very much. I, I put them all in the same basket. They're all just as bad as each other. Uh, uh, one of the it's things definitely. I thought was cute is they have like these little, um, they're called, what are they called? Evo devices. And they like, they're like little pets, kind of. They, they have functions yeah, too. They follow but, your uh, there's, stuff for you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Morgana and there's a um, Jack Frost. So those are pretty cute. Oh, that's good. I remember playing Fantasy Star Online on the GameCube like a million years ago. That was a good game. But I never tried PSO2. It's exactly the same. Really? I, no, I don't know. Oh. I think they got these models from, from Atlas or something, because that looks exactly like the um, Jack Frost from Persona uh, 5. The, but the Teddy, the Teddy looks like a nightmare. It looks... It's, <laughs> it's, it's like it looks like his aspect ratio is fucked up. It says yeah, like, they used uh, Persona uh, 3, 4... Um, dance the dancing games and something else I forgot. Five Persona Five, the most like the source. Oh yeah, because you can wear the the Persona Four I or the dancing I guess, and then you have like I don't know the the images they use to show off the different armors and stuff is so funny because like look this is this there's one where it's showing off Marie's bag and the <laughs> the thing they Whoa. use is a bikini like. The character is wearing a bikini. Just yeah, they know what they're, they're, they're doing. Bag. It's so bizarre, but yeah, the I'll... proportions look a little awkward on the clothing on the characters. But you know, it's mm-hmm. everything else looks nice, like the textures and yeah. that stuff. That happens with MMOs. I assume I think you could do this to a degree in PSO one. You could change your character size, or there were different models of different sizes. So I, I think you can MMO do that here weird. too. Yeah. Being like a super tall robot with a gun. That was fun. Yeah. So that's that's actually the most interesting persona news to me. Some of it looks really cool. A lot of it looks bizarre, especially Teddy. Teddy like is supposed to be kind of like an egg. And this this Teddy looks like an egg that got squeezed in the middle or something. Yeah, that's what I saying with the aspect ratio. It's like he's been like stretched vertically. Yeah. <laughs> and his legs are too long, which is really weird. Yeah, that is nightmarish. Long leg <laughs> Teddy. 
Someone photoshopped Teddy so his legs are like three feet long. It's like that Jack Frost uh, costume in Imagine. The one yeah. with the really long legs and the creepy floating head. Oh, or, I don't like that. Or that, that thing where you, um, I don't know what triggers it, but the way it's like um, Pikachu and Smash, but it, he, the, it's all distorted and long. <laughs> I think I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk about something cool. Talk about DX2. Yeah, let's um, talk about the only good Megaton game right now. I mean, it's about to get better with all this because I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. Let's start off with the boring stuff. New panels. New panels. Uh, Hellbiker. Yeah, he came out on top. He got some pretty good stuff, but no one else really got anything. Hecaton 3, I think, was his his panels were okay, I guess. They're fine. He he wants just more HP and resist. He doesn't really get a lot of that. I'm pretty excited about Hellbiker. It's still I useful, already, but I now already he's... have P3 Hellbiker. Just yeah, me too. Wow. I have to have a million saves up. I don't have that many. My gift box used to be nine 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 at all times. I think finally it's less than that. Uh, mine mine dropped to, from that to like just like fifty or so. Yeah, I gotta clear mine out. The yearly cleaning of the mailbox. You gotta do it's it. All a bunch of junk. Keeps yeah. Panels. All the panels. Yeah. All the panels. They kind of suck. It's boring. Rakshasa got some good panels, but he sucks as a demon. So. Yeah. Whatever. Um, um, but in better news, they added Demon Yep. It's a very strange journey. Uh, fucking year where they added Maya and Demon She's in a strange journey, isn't she? Yeah. She's yes. In- yeah. Right. Yeah. She's in the illusion world, right? Yeah, they're both Strange Journey-themed demons. Demon Eho and Maya, I've never encountered them anywhere except in the special event thing where you fight them. Uh, you fight Demon Eho, but I have not seen either of them in PvP. I don't think anyone's gotten them. Because <laughs> it's this, this, this part of the 2.5 anniversary content drop. There's been a lot of ways to spend gems. I think people are running dry. Yeah, I think people might want to hold off for the new update, too. Yes. I think the update's over now. I think it's. I think it's like the first thing after it. It's September. Yeah, it'll be in a week or two. Yeah, two or three weeks, I guess. Actually, um, are you talking about the the update they just announced? Yeah, the, yeah. the sword so, fusion. Yeah, it's supposed to fall drop in September. Yep. The we're gonna get we're gonna get the um update for it next week, I believe. The end of next week, or something. And um, there's a video. Everyone should go watch. It's in four days from today. Twenty ten. To be precise. The this, the amount of views on that video is pitiful, dude. Like I was like, is this all of the mega? This is all the people that play DX2 right now. Like, is that is that all of it? Because it's, it's literally no, it's ten thousand views. They don't mobilize people like very well into the game. Like, if you're playing a mobile game, you probably aren't checking for all the latest shit, and you're definitely not checking like the news section all the time. And there's no I... way in client to get to this video. I don't think, right? I don't think it helps that Sega, um, Sega of America or Sega West or whatever we are, doesn't advertise this at all, and neither does Atlas. It's just the Facebook. That's true. And you have to go. It's pretty difficult to go find the Facebook as well, and I don't even use Facebook. Yeah. And Facebook recently had an update, so it's even worse because now Facebook looks new for no reason, and you got to relearn it. Yeah. Um, and so actually now the most important part, so in this new update, DX2 is becoming a real Shin Megumi Tensai game because you get to join your demons on the battlefield now. It's before you had a party of uh, up to four demons and a support. 
And now in the special game mode thing they're doing, you're going to be out there fighting alongside your demons. That's what they're implying by having the 3D model of the character because that didn't happen before. That's yeah. not even implying. You can see in the in the video, it's like this party's like Horcus, Valkyrie, and some other guy, and then your your main character out there. And it's a, a new area too. I I think it might be the chaos on that we left off on. With it, it definitely is. Yeah, the cliffhanger for the latest story was about this this alternate version of you coming back and fucking things up. So you might be going there, or this is their perspective, or I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. The thing to note is that um, I figured this. Would... All right, I'm gonna say my thing because yes. it's more important than whatever you're gonna say, Glenn. Mm-hmm. No. is that they not only did they get new clothes but the the female version of the protagonist actually got a little bit of a tweak in her design so it's not literally the same hair as the male protagonist they've made it go kind of down a bit yeah yeah so she actually looks like a a different like a just more unique character it looks better significantly better not wearing a um picnic tablecloth um as a dress anymore which is good because yeah. the tablecloth was really something. And the male character doesn't look like Marty McFly anymore. So, yeah. I I prefer the Marty McFly comparison because everyone else goes, oh, it looks like Junpei from, from 999. He does. What? He looks like both of them. But I think Junpei was supposed to be like a Marty McFly thing because of the plot in 999. Yeah, probably. I thought, an, I thought it was an intentional nod to it. So it's like a reference of a reference or something. I don't know point is i think that's cool go ahead and say what you're gonna say glib you may speak yeah go ahead oh i don't think this is a new story thing i think this is the new mode they talked about before yeah it's overbreak is what they what they are calling it in the western version yeah but i think i'll have to do something with the story it, would be, it wouldn't make any sense if it was just like you're thrust up of nothing into this you know ruined world where you're just killing stuff let me read to you what it says. It says um, a new ba- a new stage emerges, made out of all the possible futures. A new battle begins for your avatar in an already destroyed world. So that pretty much indicates it's probably more. It's probably going to be more story. Um, new yeah, features. Like it may not necessarily yeah. be like a chapter eleven right now. Whoa, what's this going to be? But it'll be like there's some kind of justification story wise. I'm sure. Well, they are calling it like with a 3.0 update, aren't they? So it's pretty significant. Maybe. Anyway, also, yeah, we, we mentioned Sword Fusion. We didn't really go over it. So it looks like you're going to be able to do Sword Fusion, which is a cool mechanic that they should do more, where you turn demons into better versions of weapons that you have, which your main character will be using out in the field, because we're now a real Shin Megami Tensei game. And, uh, yeah, so keep keep your copies. I think almost everyone has panels for four The real five question panels. is, will it be permanent sacrifice or not? For sure. Oh yeah, for I sure. Would it's put fusion. Money on it. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be. Well, I don't. You guys should be playing Rhino, so you know what I'm talking about, where you can fuse um, demons with your sword to power it up. Um, they already it. had that in Soul Hackers, so we yeah, yeah. but no, Rhino does it so, better. Rhino no. does it better. Rhino no. does it better. Rhino's bad. It's a bad game. No, it's a. It's. I mean, the gameplay is not great, but it's not a bad game. I'm. I'm specifically saying that. The sword fusion in Rhino is better than the sword fusion in Soul Hackers, but I'm not gonna tell you why because then you guys are gonna figure out how to make the game a lot easier. I want you to go ahead and look it up it anyway. So, 
Imagine looking it up. What, what kind of coward? I haven't even reached that point. I'm still in chapter two because I start the game for five minutes and then I go, oh, geez, I'm playing Rido. Then oh, I do something more fun to be instead. I'm on chapter this game is so boring, bro. It's incredibly slow for me. I'm like, on chapter like four. Put it in the garbage. I really like the story and characters and stuff. But let's, this is not the spoiler cast, so shut up. Yeah, anyway, it's a bad <laughs> game. Don't worry um, about it. Don't listen to the spoiler cast either. Um, I uh, was watching, or no. I was on the D2 Discord and I remember someone mentioned that you might be able to use like the Kusanagi swords for something to do with this new mode. I guess like leveling up swords or shields or whatever. Yeah, I think that so, it's going to have different swords and stuff and it's going to be like um, like Raido where when you fuse different demons to your sword, it, it changes the sword to be a different sword, basically. No, no, no. I meant the swords what? that Kusanagi used yeah, to level no, up the Kus- demons. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying now. So maybe hoard those uh, until we know what's going to happen is, with those. Is that is that like a stupid rumor though? Because I don't see any reason for that to be the case. Uh, someone, the person who was talking, I I, I only saw it in passing because I accidentally clicked on the Discord. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Yeah, I I know I should keep up more, but I don't. Um, is that it was in a developer interview where they were talking about the swords of Kusanagi or having another use or something. Hmm. Okay, so that does, it's uh, still a rumor, but slightly more substantiated. Yeah. I'd have uh, to go find it. Yeah, they better find out in front of you, Shumaka, because I have almost a billion at this point, and I have literally nothing to spend it on. Yeah, same here. It's just sitting there with no use. Um, they should let this us trade Maka for Magnetite, for real, for real. No, that would... I guess at this point it wouldn't be too harmful, but they, they're they not incentivized to do that because they still sell ways to gain Magnetite, you know? Yeah. Um, but if they did, like, a monthly limited thing, maybe that would be okay. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I can see them doing something like that, potentially, but the problem is there's a lot of other resources that are underutilized, like money... And like yeah, basically just money and all the and all the gems and stuff. So I I could see those things being used for fusion over um the the sword thing. But you should be hoarding all those anyways because you don't need the sword thing ever. Like you never need to use those. So don't so don't use them. Yeah, I have a ton of those. I have a ton of like every resource. I just don't really use anything. Yeah, except magnetite. I always need more magnetite. Now let's pivot back into uh some bad bad bad, bad games. News. Yeah. So, Etrian Odyssey Mystery Dungeon uh, was removed from the U.S. eShop not too long ago and the Japanese eShop, and now it's going to be gone from the EU eShop, which doesn't really matter, in my opinion, because you can buy that game in um, PAL regions for 8 bucks, a physical copy for 8 bucks. Whereas if you, if you live in the U.S., you have to pay $40 to buy like that old game. <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting. They removed it from the Atlas website too. Yeah, what, America. Yeah, that 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 specifically is bizarre. They're losing rights to it or something. What is going on? That's very weird. Maybe because it's Mystery Dungeon. Who knows? Who who does Mystery Dungeon? I thought it was Atlas. I know there's uh, a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I think wasn't there? Glib, you know yeah, things about. Oh, it's owned by a. Uh, it's owned by Natsume because they do all the Shiren games too. It's the same company that's all of them. Ugh. 
Right. So it's like a rights thing. They don't have the right to the mystery dungeon name or whatever. So they gotta probably decide to stop paying whatever they need to continue. Yeah. So that sucks. Um, mystery dungeon Etrian. Haven't played it, but I've seen gameplay. It looks good. Most mystery dungeon games are good. Natsume is evil, apparently. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like the game myself, but I've heard a lot of bad things about it from people, not me. So, yeah, so but that's the, the thing about that is, whenever people talk about any game, I just assume they're wrong. Just look at all the misinformation for um, Megami Tensei. While while I play, because I've been playing Raido on stream, so you can physically watch me play, and people are like, "Is this game as boring as people say?" I, um, I, I, it looks, it looks like it's boring, and I'm like. <laughs> Like, why would you say that? I'm playing this game right now, and I'm saying it's funny, or I'm having fun playing it. Why would you ask me that? Like, I'm, when I when I can visit, you can visually see me react by laughing at a funny scene, which I don't normally do with Megaton. Megaton is never funny to me, but there's some scenes in Rido where I'm just like, this is so dumb. Yeah, it's kind of like um, just either really dry humor or just re- really ridiculous. Yeah, and and it actually is done well in my opinion I, I i seldom ever find megaton funny and i was surprised that i actually laughed especially in chapter four there's some scenes that are just like just ridiculous the only points that don't that don't make me laugh are the ones where it's like over the top tay being like oh narumi help me like it's not funny to me it's annoying in that opening montage where she her like character trait is she trips and falls i was like oh okay yeah. yeah, she's oh, okay. not More the of, most yeah. graceful creature in the world. Words. <laughs> very cool. Uh, actually, you know what did make me laugh? Soul Hackers, a lot of the negotiation stuff was actually very funny. Yeah. Yeah, that so was. They really nailed it. And it's no, we did Romero. Yeah, that was, that's good shit in it. That was funny. Snappy the Dolphin. Yeah. Kind of creepy, yeah. but also, yeah, it's funny. Now that you mention it, Soul Hackers did have a lot of comedy. It didn't always make me laugh, but there were parts that I was like, oh, that's actually funny. It had um, the most consistent comedy tone, in my opinion, for like how abrupt the demons react to things and the one-liners they had. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I want to spoil this one thing in Raido because it's, because I know Spider doesn't care, and by virtue of that, I mean, none of you guys care. I don't there's care a, about there's, there's, there's a part where you have to talk to a demon to progress the story, and you have to like, you have to basically just negotiate. And I went through every single negotiation thing, assuming that the demon wanted to be praised for being intelligent. But the one, the the, the correct answer is to tell him that he's stupid. And then he's like, "Yep, you're right. Good call. Good guess." And then he like he like lets you proceed. And I was like, "This is so funny because." Every time you don't do that, he just takes a lot of stuff from you. He takes a lot of mag. He takes a lot of maca. And I was like, <laughs> why, I was like why, is he, why is this happening? And then he just, it's because like, he thinks you're dumber than him. Yeah, that's literally what it is. And I was like, this is so funny. It's, just, it's actually clever. It made me, it made me laugh. So, it's you, not funny at all. It's funny because you generally assume that demons want to be praised. Like Theft is never funny, in my opinion. <laughs> Sorry, Neb. I'm I'm sorry that you were born without a funny bone. I know you're I know you're from the East Coast, so that's not where people laugh. But anyway. That's because we're not fake. Speaking of speaking of other bad things, um the Catherine manga. Um it's called uh, Story of K. It's ending. It's our sides I think it's called Side Story of K, actually. It's basically 
Catherine's plot, but told through the perspective of Kath- Catherine with a K. And it's ending. I don't think it's actually going to be finishing. It's going to just be canceled. It's canceled? Oh. My understanding was it was being canceled, but yeah, this is what their this is what their statement is. The serialization of Catherine's full body side of side story of Kath of K will be terminated due to certain so due to certain circumstances. I mean, I'm not surprised with how Catherine sold. Especially full body on Switch. Yeah. And I can't really, I don't really understand what they mean because it doesn't like terminated due to certain circumstances. I, I guess the more, um, uh, more understandable sentiment would be something like, oh, due to unforeseen circumstances, maybe? maybe it could be coronavirus. It could be sales. It could be just about anything. Yeah. But it's like very vague. So it, yeah, it could be any number of those things. And it's unfortunate. But it's going to be available on the web for until oh, it's already it's already gone. It was it was available till the seventeenth of this month. Now it's gone forever. I hope someone archived it because <laughs> that's I I hate um, Megaton Lost Media and there's a lot of it and that's probably one of them now. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah, but in lighter news, uh, Devil Trujan manga is being translated. Spider said oh, that. Oh, that's glib. Glib said that? Glib talked? I did say it. Is it being done by Gombaden translation team? I think they did other couple, a couple of stuff too. I forget what though. Yeah, they did the Raido manga, which they finished two days ago. And they did the uh, SMT4 um, anthology manga last month. Did they also do, um, Walt, not Walter, the other, the other guy um, story? Um, um, I don't remember who did that one. Know. It's been a while since I read it. Probably them. Prayer but they're a new team. They're, they seem like they're fairly new. Um, they're, the person that leads that group, Gomiden, is um, someone called Peppermint Grinder. And basically, they, that's, they, they've been covering a lot of stuff. They actually started doing De- Death to Mint, which is the, um, the, uh, the Strange Journey manga that I was supposed to finish scanning that I never finished. Wow. So I guess they got their hands on it somehow, so they're working on that. They uploaded... They started that project two days ago. Probably because the uh, the scans are already online on um, the online bookstores. Yeah, Bookwalker and stuff. Yeah, because I think it was... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but they're online already, so it's not like it's hard to do. It's just tedious because you have to like save the file. Like, I had to use this dumb program to rip the files while I was looking at them, and it took forever, and it doesn't save them correctly. So you have to like re- redo the saving, rename them. And yeah. I just didn't have time for that. But they did, yeah, like you said, the Nocturne Anthology. They did Rido. Basically, they're the ones that are responsible for all the recent trans- fan translations, or a good majority of them. Yeah, like the, the uh, Deathsomet one was, there was two chapters like two years ago or something, and it, there's yep. been silence since then. But they just finished chap- um, chapter three. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, yesterday, so that's... <laughs> And yeah, they started Devil Children three hours ago. <laughs> three hours ago. And Persona 5 Anthology comic two days ago. So they're really just pumping these out. And I just can't believe it. It's so fast. I'm actually kind of like in contact with Peppermint Grinder because I don't know how they're able to, like how big their team is for them to be doing that much content so quickly. But it's cool. It's, it's a cool thing that's been happening. 
um hopefully they're doing the the good devil survivor i mean devil children manga not the second one because the second one sucks it's like a funny comedy um version of law or light and light and dark book but that's the bad one the other one's the gritty one where the main character gets his arm ripped off it's so he has to kill like a bunch of other kids cool spoilers oh yeah sorry (laughs) you idiots well, if you played the game, you'd know that he gets his arm ripped off. Why would we ever play it's Devil a, Children? It's a reference to, to Megami Tensei 2. How expensive so, is that game right now? $100 like everything else? No, actually. Surprisingly, Devil Children is not getting hit as hard. Demi Kids is ridiculous. It's like $500 for Demi Kids. Which, that's, that's a timeline that like I can't believe we're in. <laughs> but I don't know. Are you guys? Are any of you guys collecting things right now? I think I think Glib is collecting uh, figures, right? Uh, nope, not I'm not collecting anything right now. Uh, yeah, I have. I think the sets I mentioned before. I have Uriel, Gabriel, Michael, uh, Raphael. Uh, I bought a SNT9 Maria a while ago and a Furu Lucifer price price figure. Nice. We said price figure. I want more stuff, but you know. Oh, oh, prize figure. Sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am interested in getting that uh, that Levi Jack Frost though. That yeah, thing's it's nice. literally the best Jack Frost. I'm, I'm, I still can't get over how like good the proportions are. The only thing I think is weird is the hands. Everything the hands else. are kind of noodly looking. <laughs> yeah, gaps. I want gaps to buy the fingers. gigantic Jack Frost, but that thing costs like four hundred dollars. No, I've seen that's seen some three hundred and two hundred fifty if you if you just buy the dumb glow in the dark version. That's I don't like want a glow one, in the dark version. Oh my god! It's like one Persona Five the animation. Yeah, <laughs> except it's a better value because at least the Jack Frost will make you happy. True. Um, the last comic related thing is, I guess Rim is getting an anthology comic and it's coming out September tenth. I think it's going to be like one hundred thirty pages, if I remember correctly. I wonder if this is the little comics they were posting on the Twitter a while back. I, I think it's going to be, or at least that's, it, like, or that's maybe like a sample. Uh, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's, a sample of it. Like, there's a lot of yakasoba bread jokes. A lot of yakasoba bread jokes. <laughs> I don't know. They just want to get that bread. Yeah, it's it's uh, the new pancake joke. I hope not. That's the most of. Oh no. Do you eat pancakes? <laughs> Does anybody say delicious pancake? Do you guys like pancakes? What do you think about pancakes? I eat pancakes every day too. Protein pancakes, and they're Whoa. you're they're just so like fun. you're just like oh, wow. Yeah, I'm just like um, Ikichi. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next um, one. Uh, so overpriced cosplay. Yeah, I I it's funny because I used to defend. Cospatio or Cospa, really? They're they're the company that basically they get licensed games that are popular in Japan and they make official, high quality um, cosplays for them. And usually the price is pretty decent. They had like a leather jacket for Tatsuya for Eternal Punishment. It was nice. It's it was original price was about one hundred and thirty dollars, but it's actual leather and it was um, true to the design in the game. Um, they did the Shimigami Tensei if. Um, uniform. It was also about $130. 
so that's kind of like the base price. Like it, I want you guys to kind of think about it. It's basically if you wanted to cosplay a Megaton character um, and cosplay did the outfit, it would be about $130 for the full cosplay. However, they announced, I guess, Rim's um, official high-end cosplay. And I got to say, it's ugly. <laughs> The materials don't match the the style of the, the of, that they look like in the game. Neither and does the color. The, neither does the color, and it's really, really basic looking. It's a Sailor Fuku. Fuku is that that's a word for it, right? Uh no, I don't think so. <laughs> Wrong. I'm a I'm a Google it right now. Sailor Fuku. It's Sailor suit. I'm saying Fuku. No, I I look trying to be Fuku. Japanese. I looked up Fuku and it's it's showing up. I looked it up. Fuku just means what? Um, outfit, right? Hey, Fuku, yeah. Oh my god, I hate this. Can we? Can we just so talk about how shitty this is. So if you want the if you want the dumb blouse, the top part, it's two hundred and forty dollars. If you want just the skirt, it's a hundred and thirty dollars. It's just so dumb. I can't. I don't like the idea that. Like who? What's the market for this? Usually, it's it's a cosplay that you can't you can't recreate easily. But this is this literally looks like something you'd look at at eBay and you'd um you pay like fifty dollars for it because of how how basic and off it looks. Yeah, her, I'm not like an expert, but this looks very cheaply made as well. Yeah, it's really bad, and it's it's one part of it is because the outfit in the game is not that like detailed, so there's not there's nothing really unique about it. It doesn't. It won't translate to a unique-looking uniform, but also it just looks bad. And the design of those leggings are totally different. Yep. That. So if you wanna if you wanna cosplay, um, uh, I guess Rim female character because they didn't release the male uniforms because there's I think there's a couple different ones. That's why. Um, yeah, it's gonna cost you like more than three hundred dollars. You could you could literally buy Persona Five animation, and it would be a better investment than this cosplay. <laughs> um, putting on a sliding scale. Yeah. Before it wasn't worth it, but now in comparison to this, it's like all right. Yeah, things in the same ballpark. The Jack Frost uh, figure is worth it. This is not worth it. Persona Five is in the middle. And then the other thing that they announced is an Igus Rim Nendoroid. I think we talked about this last last week, where yeah. they have this questionable pose that she does because she's she's already a little kid in the game, but she's also like she's a chibi. It's even worse. She lifts up her skirt and there's a start. The word "start" is on her like upper thigh. It's bizarre. I don't. I don't know. I think it's like it's. Walking our choice. Yeah, it's like sexualization almost. It's disgusting. I mean, it is, but it whatever. It's that's vanilla wear. Yeah, but it's it would be fine if it wasn't an android. If it was like a Figma or something, where it just it's just like that, like the regular proportions, it wouldn't be so disturbing. But since androids are like chibi, and that and it basically, for all intents and purposes, looks like a like a kindergartner, it just makes it worse. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um. So I think that's it for all the news. Do you guys have anything else that I didn't bring up? Or that we need to talk about? Uh, say a hiring. <laughs> a new PR <laughs> manager. Oh, I saw you posting some sappy stuff on Twitter, so. Wow. 
<laughs> Get out. First of all, it's not a PR thing. It's a social media community management uh, position. Okay, Second of all, yeah. It's not sappy. It's shilling. There's a completely different thing. <laughs> wow. I give you a vote out. and you just completely just toss it in my face, huh? <laughs> if you get it, because you get gems. Demeaning. I mean, I it was like, supposed to be demeaning. Like, I don't, ever since I found out you like mushrooms, I just, it just feels like you're just like a bully. Really? You're just realizing this now. <laughs> but more, if, it's, it's like something about talking about mushrooms that's triggered this really negative side of you that I don't know if I like. <laughs> what is going on? What does this mean? I don't yeah, why did you bring up mushrooms? I'm still confused on that. <laughs> he, he said um, picky eater. And he got... <laughs> I'm not a picky eater. I eat normal. You're, you're oh, I thought you were talking about drugs the whole time. This is this is this is a spider's motor modus operandi for consuming food. Is it cheap, and is it decent? That spider. In a yes. Nutshell. That seems it pragmatic. Is. And mine is: is it cheap? Is it delicious? It has to be delicious. It can't be just mediocre. Scarabs aren't Are delicious. You Why would you make Spider every meal you have delicious? Egg? Because I'm smart. Why would you? No, you're you're a hedonistic wastrel. <laughs> I hope you consume the fires of your homeland. Point is, spider doesn't like scrambled eggs. Spider consumes mushrooms. So, both things are pretty negative marks. I used to be, I used to say stuff like spider is one of the smartest people I know, and now I can't say that. Anymore. Okay, soft-boiled egg hater. <laughs> You need to you need to have stop having an East Coast moment and just fire up a nice portobello sandwich. Oh God, you're one of them too. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> that would that's good. good. I love questions. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first question is for Larue. Why do you hate good food? That's weird. I don't know why. Why <laughs> that's the first one. Uh, if you like mushrooms, you're you're probably like a serial killer. That's like that's it's there's a direct correlation with people who like mushrooms and serial massacres. Just saying. I don't believe that at all. I think questions. You're that up. Questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I just I, I see a couple that we've already gotten before. Um, someone asked Navi uh, Yami Navi asked opinions from Jack Bros. We already recorded that episode. I love Or chastise you- this man. Your, I love that your scream is like angry mother while you're um, in a grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to look abusive, so you're like... <laughs> I don't want to blow at everyone's goddamn earphones with my actual yell. Uh, but I still want to be abusive, yes. Uh, we did record a spoiler cast on Jack Bros and Synchronicity Prologue, so go ahead and check that out if you would like to hear more. I think we like yeah. both of them in general. Yeah, game kind of sucks. Yeah, it is kind of. We're not going to discuss it in detail because you got to watch the podcast. That's exactly yeah. You have to (laughs) pay all your money to YouTube ads or whatever. I don't know however it works. Yeah. In fact, watch it five times. Give us the views. Tell all your friends (laughs) to watch us talk about obscure Japanese games nobody likes. It's on Spotify and every and iTunes and Google Podcasts or whatever. So go ahead. (laughs) Google Google Podcasts. What is that? Favorite app. Well, is it called Google Podcast? I just no. know that it goes onto Google somehow. Talk about obscure. Probably Google <laughs> Play. I think they have a podcast section. Anyway, 
Um, already sort of got that before. Oh, here's one. Emoyo at Hellish Plate says, what is the weirdest Megaton merch you own? Spider, it's nothing. Okay. Well, I, I have a pin that you made, and you put the, the art on the wrong side, so it all <laughs> chipped off. Wait, you have one of my pins? <laughs> yes, I do. I showed it to you before, and I complained about the art being on the wrong side. Like, it's on the inside of the pin section where the curve, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's a curve? I think it was the ones where I was doing the shrinky dink type stuff, right? Yeah, I think so. Right, yeah. The art is on the outside and it's attached to the, the, the pin part is attached to the, the clear acrylic side. So it's just <laughs> wide open to the elements and it's covered in like pencil, like colored pencil because it was in my purse. <laughs> completely demolished. That is a pretty weird piece of merch. Which which character was it again? Are we, we... Jack Frost, of course. Okay, that's funny. And that's not weird. That's beautiful. That's <laughs> it's not beautiful anymore. <laughs> well, at least I know that it doesn't last long. Probably lasted like a couple of weeks. No, it lasted like a year. Nice. And then, you know, the, the, the pin fell out and it fell in my purse. Glib, what about you? It's all your angels, huh? Weirdo. Uh, nothing really weird, but one thing I really don't like is that my Uriel statue, like the pedestal thing it has, it's not even. So like when I stand it up, it keeps falling over, and I really hate that. <laughs> I like you got a bunch I have like taped down, to be honest. I'm trying to repair it. Get some glue or something. I use two-sided tape. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> good, smart. What about you, Neb? Um, I don't know. None of it's weird. I guess weirdest if you're talking about the average person, just anyone. If they saw the Satan statue I have, they'd probably be upset. It's the one with all the tits, and it's like gigantic. That one's nice looking. Yeah, it looks cool, but it's it's a little disturbing, maybe for. Does she yeah. have broken wings? It's like yeah, yeah. I think maybe really? we talked about it one time. It's it got a oh, little yeah. shipped up because like it comes in this big box, but it's it's affixed with like two plastic ties. Yeah, it's so dumb. But it's like a very thick, heavy statue, so it like ram rams around inside the fucking Luckily all the arms are fine. I think I had to like wood glue one of the arms or super glue like into the slot because like the the thing was kind of not fitting in properly, okay. but yeah, other than that, that's that's probably the only one. I don't own any bizarre stuff. I have a bunch of bizarre things. I don't really know what to say because I have too many things that are weird. Well, pick the one that's the weirdest. It depends on your definition of weird. Okay, weird is in unsettling looking. Unsettling looking? I don't know. I have a couple of Demi-Kids stuff that's children's toys, so that's kind of weird. Like, uh, it's a gun that shoots out little demon pogs. That's kind of weird. That is very weird. Don't lie. All your merch is children's toys. Huh? All your merch is children's toys. Oh, I have wine. That's not for children. Stupid. Maybe it's for Catholic children. Mm. Hmm. Gotcha there. Let's see what's going on. I don't know. I I guess guess that or the masks I have are pretty weird. Oh yeah, the the soccer club masks, like the bug- bugaboo and the Metatron. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are funny looking. But I like the, what is it, Arabaki? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Her, her name? That's a her? Yes. Oh. The oh, fertility goddess. I, it's one of that's probably one of the entries in the in the um, in the demon demon pendium that I never read. So <laughs> I haven't read it either. I just know it from something else. I thought you were talking about Alalek because Alalek is a fertility goddess. Yeah, she is too. Titty pillar. Yeah, I just got a blank genome from killing Demonio. <laughs> don't game, don't game while we're podcasting, please. Glib is having conversations in another server while we're <laughs> I'm playing DX2 also. <laughs> I'm answering DMs. <laughs> yeah. I'm really concentrating. Jeez. Alright, well, next question. Um I think we already answered this stuff. Uh oh, here we go. Here's one for I lost it. Um it's about some news about LaRue, a lifestyle change. What? So, something new for you. LaRue, now that you're getting a Switch, are there any games that you plan on getting other than SD5? The Norman on YouTube asks you this. Um, I think I answered this question on YouTube, actually. Let me, let me just pull up my answer, because I don't remember what I said. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because okay, when I got my switch, it came yesterday actually. It says arriving October, but then I got an email from Amazon on Monday that was like, Oh, we've updated your order, it's arriving on Friday. I'm like, Cool. Then they took the money out then because I was like, Why? Because I've always known Amazon to like just take your money as soon as you uh, order something, unless it's a pre order, but then they didn't take my money out until they updated the release or the um, shipping date. But um, yeah, it arrived on Friday. And because I knew that I was getting it, I had to like look up what games I would buy to justify the, the order. Um, and the games I chose were Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Yokai Watch 4, Fire Emblems Three Houses, uh, Link's Awakening Remake, Taiko no Su- Tatsujin, which is uh, uh, Taiko Master. The drums, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Cadence of Hyrule. The problem with um, I found with Switch is that it had, it only has like thirty exclusives, like for it's like two years of being out, and of those um, thirty exclusives, like one or two of them are good, are things that I'm like, oh, I kind of want to try that. It's like I'm not interested in um, Sword and Shield, but I'm interested in um, Let's Go Pikachu because it just looks like dumb fun. Um, Three Houses, I'm only I only kind of want to get just because I want to see if it's better than. The other new Fire Emblem games that I tried that I didn't like from the 3DS era. Hopefully, it's better. And I and the um, Taiko Master, I think, is going to be good just because I've had played some rhythm games on the on the on the Switch, and that's one of the only games that I could imagine being a lot more fun because the last time that that Taiko Master was really fun to play at home was on the PST when it had the drum peripheral. So. Pretty excited. That's like the, the, I'm more excited for that than I am for SMT5. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I love rhythm games, but I specifically love drumming rhythm games. And I just have this feeling that Taiko Master um, on the Switch is going to be very, very fun. We you try to play the SMT5 song on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could. That'd be kind of funny, too. But um, yeah, there's, no, there's like nothing for the Switch that I am super interested in. Is the short answer. 
kind of late, but I thought that Link's Awakening was a really cool game. But the lag on Switch is so bad, bro. Like, I, I really hate that part. Yeah, I love the story. Why is a 10 year old game lagging, bro? A 10 year old Game Boy game at that? Like, what is well, it? You're, you're playing on a cell phone. Yeah, I could. The crazy thing is that I feel like. <laughs> I feel like it's embarrassing that they that first party titles would be so terrible. It's not hard to make a good game. I mean, I I, I imagine just just like it's not hard <laughs> to make a good breakfast with scrambled eggs. <laughs> Where's your game at then, Larue? Where is it at? <laughs> I've made a game before, actually. It's on it's on um, Newgrounds. So, M A N B. Don't get slick. <laughs> you aren't smooth with me. It, last time I checked, it got um, it had a four point five out of like uh, five, and it had like four thousand votes. So, four thousand people liked my game. How many people like your game, Glib? Uh, all of Shut them, because I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting mean because I'm it's getting I'm getting tired again. Oh, we're almost done with the podcast okay. here. Yeah, uh, a couple more questions. Xyleth X three N zero. That's a hard name to read. On YouTube, asks if you were to have a demon summoning app on your phone, who would you summon first? Glib. What was the question again? What I just said it. Are you on drugs? I couldn't no, hear the last part. If you didn't, if you, you didn't end it with saying based or Kino. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't hear it. I didn't start off with saying TBH. This is cringe, fam. But <laughs> cringe the Ladoonie. Last part cut out. I didn't hear it, y'all. <laughs> uh, if you were to have a you have a demon summoning your phone, who would you summon first? I'll what? answer this. I'm going first now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, whatever angel comes out, bro. I don't care. Probably Larry like uh, Holy Ghost. I think that's base, isn't it? There we go. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer. TBH literally based. <laughs> For me, I would I would want utility, but also cuteness. So I'd probably summon Black Frost. Then you got I would be able to have heat whenever I want and cold temperatures whenever I want. And he's adorable, so and he's big too, so I would be able to like win fights in school or whatever. Not that I go to school, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> what do you, you go to an you like three times your size? Yeah, well, let's see. If if like as a grown man too, four feet. Jack Frost is four feet eleven. Um, uh, Black Frost can hold a Jack Frost in his hand, so he can hold a, like a glib sized person in his hand. Hello. <laughs> so I Jack five nine. He's four four eleven according to snowboard kids. <laughs> so yeah. I I, I think uh, that he'd be big. He'd he'd stay in my garage. No, he'd just stand in the backyard, I guess. He is not fitting in your garage. He is not fitting there. <laughs> it's a two car garage. He is not fitting lay in there. Down? <laughs> yes, he can crawl in. You guys, are, you guys are underestimating the ingenuity of B Frost. I'm going to on you Dab, for locking you me in your garage. Um, is it spider? Oh, if Spider has her answer, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would, yeah. yeah uh, maybe like uh, on Meraki for some onion uh, and chicken. 
in her. That sounds delicious. So and then maybe up. like a Sherna bog for some mushrooms on top. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Summoning the demons to slaughter them for food is an interesting I can't idea. believe you, man. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I have the most pragmatic answer. I would summon a very low-level demon first. First, keyword. Because I don't know what level I am. You know, I don't know if I need magnetite. And I want something that I can beat the shit out of if I need to. It rebels against me. So I'd do like a slime or something. <laughs> do you think that I don't you know, know what level you remember I am. A strange Journey slime skill people too, though? I could still okay. kill you. In, in, so... In, SMT two, I think it is. Is that where he plays Hawk? That's the gladiator at the beginning. Yeah, I'll know. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, he starts off as whatever else his name is. He's a he's a pit fighter. He murders people for a living. But when you start off, you're level one, and you can't like do a bunch of shit in the demon world that you normally would want to. That's true. You know? So that's I'm what I'm saying. Like, the story just started. Just got demon summoning up. Maybe I'm level one. Even though I'm a baller, maybe I'm level one. I don't know. Well, that's a good idea because I'd probably end up getting eaten by those demons. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm yeah, working like seventeen or lower, isn't it? Like it's pretty entry level demon. If we're doing that, then I would. If if it has to be logical, then I would have to summon. Um, dang, what's a good low level demon? I guess I guess Pixie because then I got free heals. Exactly. Yeah. Um, then, then you really started the game. <laughs> yeah. Although, yeah. Never mind. I'm not gonna finish that. Okay, yeah, next question. Okay. Um, I guess we'll do like two more. Two? There's like, there's at least, there's a pretty good amount of questions that are decent. Okay, well, you said you're falling asleep. I'm just saying. I can do more. Uh, let's do a dumb one. Uh, Liz Tuned at Pretender Please on Twitter writes in asking, why is Rido literally the perfect human? He's not. That's why when you die, everyone is easily, all your ancestors shame you and then kill you. Yeah, that's probably because he's wearing a hat. He's got to hide that shame. Yep. He's balding. He's like 18 and balding. Yeah, Rido sucks. Like, Yeah, he's in, bad, he's in at least one very bad game. He might be in two. We haven't played the second one yet. Or I haven't, rather. Like in, like, in complete honesty, I find his character, like... I mean, he doesn't have a personality as much. It's more like he's just super polite and weird. It's not a good. That's like Glib. Like why? Like Glib as a protagonist. I like charismatic characters. What does that even mean? What? I'm saying that. Hello. This group, you're the closest to being Rido, and it's not a good thing. Rido, the podcast, Glib. Yeah, you're the Rido. Again, what does that even mean? You know what it means. Like Neb is like no the Dante, ten dollar DLC. Oh, yeah. Expensive. I, 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 <laughs> spiders. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. No, but I, I imagine that um, like Rider would be annoying because so far this anytime he's given a personality trait, like even in Soul Hackers, he's kind of irritating. He's a little like doogity guy. Like you want to shove into a lock. Annoying. I mean, he's. He's not always do goody. He like uh, in a couple um, places in my game, he stole some stuff from a store. <laughs> Maybe it's having done enough. <laughs> I literally just do the story, so I don't know what else. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I should probably do that. Um, but yeah, that's your answer. He's not the perfect human. 
Um, especially because he's not real. And that's the, one of the main requirements to be a perfect human is to actually be real. Dang, maybe it is me. <laughs> not real. Yeah, he's not real just like you. He's perfect just like me. No, we're not real. I'm balding. Okay, so next up, Martin S. at Hentai Ship Post 1 writes in asking, what do you think is the worst mechanic in all of SMT? Hmm. Dating sim. <laughs> I actually, that's one I don't like. Oh, I don't know if it's the worst, but it is one I actively do not like. He does have the S, so I assume he's going for mainline, but we can oh, go for mainline. Oh, mainline. Mm. I don't have any complaints, really. This they isn't the like... worst, but I find press turn really annoying now. Every time I talk about combat in this series, someone goes, press turn, press turn, press turn. Like, bro, shut up. I do not care about press turn. Yeah, press turn is overrated. Um, it's done better in Strange Journey anyways. The best press turn is done in a gacha game on yeah. the phone. So yeah, X2 is like... very good. Although Pierce is, it's sort of unrelated to press turn, I guess. But Pierce oh, yeah, that's the worst. Cool. Pierce is the worst mechanic. I hate that. Pierce is the worst. Um, yeah, but then if you have null everything, it's like the whole resistance system could use a could use a little something. I think I think smirk is the worst thing I can think of for mainline that I don't like. I hate smirks. I, I don't yeah. like smirk either. Smirk is, smirk is busted, but I thought it was really fun to me. So. They, no, they, like, they were like, here's a way to deal with it in Apocalypse. There's a debuff that removes smirk, and it's like that doesn't go on or whatever. Cost a turn to do, yeah. Like this is stupid. No, I, I didn't like it. Smirk's dumb. Um, I liked it because it made fights faster, and the, the enemies like almost never got it, so I didn't really mind. But yeah, if it wasn't there, it'd be a better game, probably. I, I don't like that it, the enemies don't get it very often, and it's always the player that gets it, so you're always just way ahead of everything else. Yeah, that, 100% of the time, he's a shitting and grin. He's like, <laughs> oh, I got one too. The randomized partners in 4 and 4A. I hate those also. Oh, yeah. I just sucks. don't like partners at all. Yeah, partners and all I like the bad. partners in the old games. I don't like actually. actually and Apocalypse is okay, though, because you can, sort of like, you can sort of like get an idea of what the guy's going to do. Yeah, I like the partners in the old game where they're part of your party and not just like an AI that's there to babysit you. Yeah, yeah. I don't like partners at four at all. That blows. Because it affects your. Doesn't it affect your press turns and shit? It does, yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. The, my big like how Walter can give a Minotaur smirk. Yeah. Literally all the things that you guys are saying you don't like are the things that are kind of recent things Such that are just coddling the player. They just coddle the player. Yeah. I don't like anything that does that. You should be able to um, play the game and the game should allow you to think or give you the opportunity to make decisions yourself. For an old, for an old one, it's the digging the holes through the uh, moon faces. <laughs> and if, that's, the that's a really good one. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Why not oh, just what? if as an entire game is a bad mechanic? Not everything about if is bad. It's just uh... yeah, because Guardians is a cool idea. I actually would like them to do that again because it's a cool. They way to... should run that back somehow. Make it yeah. more like much less, uh, more intuitive somehow. Maybe explain how it fucking works and that there's secret ones <laughs> and stuff like that. They'd have to add like some more mechanics to me because it was like very bare bones in if. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, revamp it and. But the core idea is kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, one more mechanic is one more mechanic I don't like is save anywhere. Yep, save anywhere is dumb. If you like, it should be a thing that's locked to difficulty. If you're playing on normal or hard, it should not have save anywhere. But if it's easy mode, then yeah, you should be able to save wherever. I like um, that idea. 
I like that idea. The only idea save a lot. anywhere that's good is the one that's like a suspense save, and you save at least save after you load it again. I'm fine with save anywhere because I have a limited amount of time yeah. in my life. Maybe if I die in a boss oh. fight, I don't have to walk all the way through. And then that's what suspense save is for. Do a cutscene. What... Glib, you're assuming that um, that Neb knows anything about that. Um. I don't know what that means. I don't care. No, I, I, don't anywhere. I, I, I don't like save anywhere. I, I think that that's, it's, it's, it's good for players who are not used to the, the systems or like you players who maybe don't have time to play. But I think that for the most part, mainline games are meant to be played in short bursts. That's what it feels like. Um, so I, don't I don't think any of these 60 hour games are meant to be in marathon. Yeah. But yeah. Next question. Okay. Um, yeah, some of these are kind of bad. Oh, here's one. I guess it's supposed to be Matagan at Darkest 83. He's written it a couple times. How did you fellow Mega Tennis meet? Um, <laughs> right? I mean, no idea. <laughs> Which we've all been out of at this point, I think. Sorry, I, I mean we all basically just met on our Discord yeah. server. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I didn't get banned from there, but I I left. Is yeah, our Mega Ten. Yeah, that's how we met our Mega Ten Discord server, and then um, when Neb left because they're like kicking him randomly as a joke. A joke that he X he X be kicked hmm? and then he got kicked. I thought he got. I thought he asked to be kicked sarcastically and they just literally did it. And then he. Um, the first time I left, someone he changed my leave. color and I said, "Change it back, or I'm leaving." And then there's like a groundswell of popular support to bring me back, and so I returned. And then the second time, I disagreed with an administrator, and I was like, "You're wrong," or something. And then he basically just. He was like, I'm going to kick you if you keep disagreeing with me. And I was like, do it. So it was like that. Where I wasn't like goading people out of nothing. I was like, fucking do it. I don't care. You know, threaten me with mod powers, you fucking nerd. <laughs> I hope you're listening, by the way. Probably this is True there. chaos end. Um, and then it's, I mean, I remember, I, I, the funny thing is, I remember like at first interacting with Neb, he was like one of the people that was more mature. Like he would shit post, but it wasn't like low quality, and you know, funny. Of- and then I remember the spider because I, I literally our first conversation was about um, rock hounding, like, and spider knew a lot about um, about semi precious stones. Yeah, wandering around the desert. Yep. Yep. So that was so that was like that was what made me go, oh yeah, I like spider. And then um, I don't remember glib at all. <laughs> like I, I don't insane. remember. And we're like, who else do we know? I like I, I when I think about it, I can't remember when I talked to Glib on our Mega Ten or interacting with Glib at all. So I don't know why he's in the, in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> like I'm not even being mean. I'm like very. I'm being very serious. And I don't remember. It's just, I, I met like you on uh, Jack Bros for sure. We're pretty active on there, so yeah. I'm sure that's where I first interacted with you. I don't remember I when. I'm on Mega Ten too. I know all of you on Armageddon. 
Yeah, but I don't think I've been on Armega 10 before I left and you were joined. I'm pretty sure you were. I don't remember, though, to be honest. You're very active. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we all would discuss things somewhat irregularly in, like, general. Yeah. I just remember that, um, and then also one time we VC'd and Neb was was in the call, and I was like, Neb's voice sounds nice. I, I would so then I made a mental note of that, and then just because I'm hot, you do have a nice voice. I don't know yeah. about the other comment. Yeah, you you, you waste your respond <laughs> to your voice. <laughs> could be you could be you could be a voice model, or I don't know, voice actor. That's what, voice that's actor. What, Someone should hire me to voice that. act. I don't like acting, but it might be fun. Yeah, I mean, just make sure there's no roles where you're yelling because clearly you don't know how to do that. Um, I'm used to living in an apartment. I live in a condo right now, and there's no one. The closest person is probably like 20 feet away through two rooms, so. Neb, asthma yelling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Start um, my yelling reel. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I just like, I wanted Spider to be on the podcast because she's super knowledgeable, and it's always helpful to have someone who has a very strong understanding of what we're talking about. Yeah, we need to have one smart person. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's Lib. <laughs> That's a funny joke, Spider. Um, Thanks, kind of, not really. <laughs> and Glib was supposed to be here because I, w- I didn't want it to be all like super like-minded. I wanted there to be like- <laughs> I they were going to say we didn't want all old people, so we needed a Zoomer. Yeah, that too. It, I was like, it'd be helpful for someone that who understands young people. And since Glib is young... Okay, you're really sounding old now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have to get people explain to me like young lingo all the time. So me not. too, and it's really awful and embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't I don't have the shame anymore. I don't care. Just tell me what, what you're saying is now, you know? <laughs> but yeah. So that's that's like from my perspective, that was like the approaching of the podcast. That's what I was thinking is why each person is good. <laughs> yep, that's, that's, that's the lore. That's the lore for everyone. Yeah, I think that's. I don't think I've ever told anybody. I don't. I'm, I don't think even you guys knew why I wanted. <laughs> you, why you what? Obviously, think, you need me. Why I wanted any of you. You told me a few times. Oh yeah, that's because that's because you need constant reassurance. Wow. You know, Glib's on the verge of suicide every day, so we have to help him out. That's why he's surrounded by angels. <laughs> he's like a beaten wife syndrome. <laughs> like, <laughs> every week you break me down and build me up. Yep. <laughs> Glib negs me, so I don't, I don't, I don't feel any sympathy. It's insane. We're talking about this. <laughs> yeah. we got this. <laughs> I like how someone pointed out that one of the definitions of nagging is flirtatious comment. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> really adds another layer. You should, you should really see how me and Neb be DMing. I mean, Glib, I mean, wow, Freudian slip. I don't oh, DM whoops. anyone. Okay, next question. <laughs> uh, people DM me. Okay, the next question. What do you think about random inheritance, random weighted inheritance versus manual inheritance? This is from Domain United on YouTube. So, sp- Spider. So, I guess this isn't very specific, but I mean, the random inheritances are from like. The Strange Journey, Nocturne. No, Strange Journey is weighted, too. Both Nocturne yeah. and Strange Journey are weighted. This is random weighted inheritance, which 
Is that only Ooh. the ones that are specifically weighted or all random inheritance? I think maybe I they meant weighted. to put in a comment. I, mean, I don't think there is a comment. game that's just, that's just random, not weighted at all, so I don't know. Wait, what does that mean, weighted? Because Certain like, skills know, will show up more often. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, they say random weighted inheritance versus manual. Yeah. Where's manual? <laughs> like, I, 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 Where you choose what skills you want to put on the demon. Yeah, like SMT4. From the pool that it's available, not all of them just. Oh, this person is a Glib fan. They say also ask Yeah, Glib. I was going to do that as a second part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also ask Glib when the new video is dropping. XOXO. Domain United. Glib fan. Glib fan. There's one Glib fan. Oh, I clicked on their profile. They have a JoJo AMV. Fighting gold. <laughs> oh, no. Six, six Wait, where's, where's the uh, comment at? I didn't see it. I got to screenshot it. <laughs> Someone delete it. Real quick, delete it. That's the, this the is problem. going in the the compliment folder. <laughs> First he's he's, he's, he's creating sure. folder now. Because the hateful is nine gigs and he's making the compliment folder now. Let, 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 lest I remind you, one of the most liked comments is someone saying, you guys should do this. <laughs> what was it? It was, it was, it was like, yeah, for the next episode, can you turn Glib's audio to zero? <laughs> <laughs> it's so mean. Wasn't it Simply Dead? I think it was Simply Dead. I don't yeah, know, I probably. He's always saying something like super dumb. Uh, okay, so yeah, obviously, like I think we all agree, manual inheritance is like ideal. It's much less. Annoying. I definitely do not. But well, it's, I, I'm fine with it, it as long as it's the same pull skill. Just I don't like wasting time recycling, going like reroll, reroll, reroll yeah. for what I already know that's there. Yeah, because mm. like in in Strange Journey, I don't remember exactly. Isn't it like only certain skills will move down or whatever, or it's like they have to be. You have to get their their special thing to get it to transfer. Uh, their forma. I don't remember. You have to level yeah, them up yeah, to get yeah. the forma. That was yeah. That was kind of interesting. Just a twist on it because you couldn't like perfect your guy, but you also there's no benefit just randomly. I don't like that you things. can put the forma on anything though. Oh yeah, maybe it was that then. I don't remember how that works anymore. Anyway, doesn't matter. I think manual oh. just for convenience's sake. If they could come up with a cool way to do like random inheritance, that makes sense. Um, I would be down to try it, but if it's going to be annoying, I'm just going to re-roll anyway. Then fuck it, just give me manual. Uh, yeah, that's basically my point too. As I was going to say, uh, I prefer random weighted, but I don't think it's a perfect solution. I'd rather like a new type of thing, but I'm not sure what they would do for that. So I don't know. I think manual inheritance is really broken. To be honest, I don't, I don't like it at all. So. I mean, I like- if you keep the manual inheritance, but you don't make more skills available, then it's the same thing, basically. Yeah. I like in um, an apocalypse where you could get, like, skill affinity for the demons. I think that'd be cool if demons had affinity and they would uh, only be able to inherit stuff that they're good at or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I I think that system is a start. I wouldn't yeah there. no yeah that's what i'm thinking it is, is and i yeah like something something there's like a core idea there that works and they've got to develop it but i was saying something like similar to that but uh yeah yeah i don't have any opinion because i don't really like it's, not, it's one of the mechanics that i don't really think about like you can even see that when i'm playing um rhino i'm not paying attention to what what skills are going 
onto the demon. <laughs> I just roll until I'm like, okay, good enough. And that's how I have a Jack Frost with Adji and like Bane shot. No fro- no boo foo. No, so I had to double back to the um, Gomaden twice because I had no demons with ice or um, or electric skills. Because I would just fuse, <laughs> I would just fuse randomly. I'd be like, okay, well, I I want a new demon, and I just fuse. I would get the loyalty up and then fuse, and then I wouldn't look to see what I lost. So I had to double back. You, but it's because I don't care. Like I, I just like it's just not something I ever think about. It's it, maybe I'm not a I'm not um I'm not a good planner. I, I think. You're not a gamer. You don't need to be with Rhino. It's fine. True, but I'm saying like that's kind of unilateral. Like across all Megaton, I don't really plan. <laughs> I just go, okay, what? Well, that didn't work. This and then it'll. Yeah, it's of... it's the same for me. I just do the bare minimum of what I need, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, yep. so this and this, and I need to do this. Okay, good enough. You know, even if yeah. I'm using a level forty demon at level seventy, if it's good enough. And it works. Why do I need more? And I will say, because you like um, you had mentioned your house, how high level you were for your when you were playing on my um, on my thing when I ended chapter five, I was um, I think I was forty three or forty four. Forty four. I, I spent like an hour grinding because I was like, am I really that under leveled? And it it actually helped out because the boss was super obnoxious. Oh my god! I think of- that's just because I've been wandering around talking to all the NPCs and fusing whenever my demons. Uh, have enough loyalty i just fuse them away right away to get something else loyalty loyalty yep no that makes sense also, i think the wildest part about this podcast was discovering that you played an extra hour of rida that you maybe didn't need to <laughs> <laughs> that's insane uh, to me friendly reminder to do to do the uh, faction events eh? Yeah, okay. I didn't mind, bro. I don't even worry about it. Fucking carrying dev apocalypse, so I, don't I even have, speak to me. I have five okay. pages of Rhino notes, by the way. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! I, I have two sentences. <laughs> I have zero. <laughs> all, all of my notes are plot related, so it's like I could speak on it a lot, but yeah, let's let's get off this topic before we we fuck everything up. More so question. next question, yeah. Uh, war- <laughs> I didn't even ask the question yet. There was two parts. Oh <laughs> yeah, when's the next video coming, Glib? Okay, so I've been working on it for a while. <laughs> I recorded it today, but I found out how fast I talk, and like, <laughs> I talk so fast that I, I, I pay attention slower than I could hear it. So I need to re-record it, I think. But uh, yeah, I might have it out. You gotta work at a cadence that works. Listen to, listen to like newscasters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I got like a trick to like talk slower now, but it doesn't doesn't work that well. It works already. Right, it might help if you have out. someone sit in Discord and you just tell the script to them. You know, just have them sit there silently. That way, you have an audience and you're you're conscious of what you're saying. Oh, yeah, maybe. Glib, been thinking about that. It's called volume and diction. Work on your <laughs> pronunciation of words and work on the the projection of your voice because those are the two things about you that are hard. To understand for the podcast, so I, I I imagine that you're just a jabberjaw when you're like recording your voice, your your lines, because you talk really fast by default, but you also just have a tendency to just like not like you you just sound so so not self confident. You sound like like you know the, those memes where it's it's the Chad guy and then the little, little guy crunched, hunched over. That's kind of the vibe you give off with your voice. You're calling us glib, the the virgin glib and the Chad. No, I mean like like. Yeah, like actually think about project like the way you project your voice would improve that, and I think it would it would tie into your um 
how you talk. It would match how neat your script is. because That's really organized to yeah, it's, like an insane degree. Your script is so easy to read too. So it's like, cause I, when I read it, like I was reading it out loud. Cause that's, that's how I like proofread things. Um, I think that's easier to understand when, when something is like, doesn't sound right when you do it that way. And it was easy to read. Like I didn't stumble or anything. So I feel like you write in a way that's very comprehensible. You just got to speak comprehensible instead of sounding like a beaker or something. Oh, wow. So Glib, do you know offended. who Beaker is, actually? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he sounds like Beaker. You don't know who that's Beaker great... is? I don't. What I'm not going to look at that either. Oh, my feelings hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Just know that it wasn't All right, hold on. New podcast thumbnail. <laughs> me, me. <laughs> Beaker with Krillin's head. <laughs> that's cursed. Uh, okay, we'll do one more question, and then we'll be done. This is this is a very wholesome one from Warning Do Not Read at YouTube. <laughs> Who asks? Uh, I actually just want to know how's everybody's day. That's um, part one. How's everyone's day? Well, there's a storm right now, and there are tree branches flying off my uh, tree out here and hitting the side of the ho- um, apartment. <laughs> nice. That's yeah. pretty spooky. I mean, over here, it's just hot. So I've been taking like day naps, which I don't normally do. But I've just been like not sleeping well because it's too hot to sleep like a, a nice, well rested sleep. Damn, wow. what's your AC like over there? I don't like using AC. Oh um, my God. Air, air, conditioning, air conditioning makes me like feel weird. I don't know. Sorry. That's, so that's what it's like when you're feeling cool when you're at room temperature. That's the weird feeling you're talking about. No, 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 no. It's something about like the the way that um, air conditioning, like like the Freon or something, like it, it affects. <laughs> Freon, isn't that what's in air conditioners? Yeah, I know that's that smell you're talking about, the air yeah, conditioning smell. It, it, it actually, it literally makes me nauseous. I I don't know why it does that. But it does. It so does the like same to me too, but I have to have the air conditioner on because it's 110 out. Yeah, I mean it's not a, that that it's not that bad here. It's about um yesterday or the day before it was like ninety three or something, so it's not crazy, but it is unbearable. <laughs> um, so I slept a lot of the lot of today, and I played Fall Guys, and I lost every single time. So it's been a pretty whatever day. <laughs> what about you? I thought you were number one Fall Guy. I am number one. <laughs> Part of no. being the best is letting other people win. Is that true? Wow. Letting them win, huh? <laughs> so gracious. I don't like I don't like how this this episode in particular, you guys are so against me. <laughs> against you. Is that true? You're against you're against us, you're against food, you're against Glib's way he talks. I mean, come on. Well, he he just said something right now. Did you hear what he said? Can you repeat what he said to me? What did he say? I don't listen to him, so this isn't a fair comparison. <laughs> to be honest, I forgot what I said. Imagine, imagine the whole podcast, but we just we meet Glib and he doesn't know that. <laughs> Insane. But um, yeah. Oh, we good. Okay. Uh, my day was all right, actually. You know, I went on a nice walk. Uh, got some sun. I slept in. Uh, cleaned. I made sweet potato fries. Made some smoothies. <laughs> 
had a you know had a good time overall. And uh, actually, I put a couple hours into a good game called World of Horror. Oh, oh I saw that. that. That looks good. The game looks cool. Very neat. I would highly recommend if anyone is interested in sort of eldritch horror type stuff and or 80s Japan setting and or a guy who's clearly ripping off Junji Ito. Um, any of that sort of stuff, check it out. It's like 15 bucks on Steam. Uh, really, really well made so far. Really awesome. Um, I won't speak to it too much because you can spoil a lot of stuff that you should definitely experience when you get into it. Um, but yeah, he also had a part two to his question. He said... Have you all been eating well? Yes. And uh, I've been eating a lot of mushrooms. I've been eating portobello. <laughs> I've been eating shiitake. Uh, no, I, I, have, I had sweet potato fries, like I mentioned. I had t- two different smoothies that were kind of smaller, just a little bit. Uh, made a sandwich, turkey and provolone on sort of like a rye bread with mustard. That was good. Um, I had something else small. I don't remember what else. All of it was good, though. I made all of it. Nice. Yeah. I mean, not the mushroom part. That's not... But I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, I had a pretty good breakfast. It was um, three-egg omelet with spinach and cheese. Um, two Mushrooms. pancakes. No. <laughs> um, for lunch, I did a uh, fruit uh, peanut butter smoothie with... Um, Protein powder mixed in, and that was like my lunch. And for dinner, I haven't eaten anything. I die because <laughs> I don't feel hungry, um, which is weird. I don't, I don't, I only eat two meals. But yeah. It's more um, time to intermittently fast. I had grits and what is it? Strawberries and yogurt for breakfast. And let's see, uh, egg sandwich with hot sauce, mayo, and uh, what is that stuff? Oh, spinach. And for dinner, I had um, noodles with kimchi, Mm. (laughs) mushrooms, gross, (laughs) and egg, soft boiled, of course. Gross. (laughs) Soft boiled. What is that? Like deviled? What's that? No, it. it, They're more. um, Actually, they're more like. Oh, they're like liquidy. You put it in the water and you boil it. Yeah, poached, right? Poached, yeah, I had a poached Oh, oh I don't like that. They're fine, but... Uh, I like the yolk. I like the runny yolks. Although it's not too runny. I like over hard. Have you heard over hard eggs? Um, what are those? They're like, uh, it's kind of like sunny side up, but really fucked up, and it's kind of still runny a little bit. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's really cool. It's very bad for you. I think there's way more fat in it and oil. Cook it for oh, um, that's fine. Yeah, I get that at Waffle House, but I haven't been there in years. You just gotta—I mean, all you gotta do is just cook your egg with um, olive oil or coconut oil. I do that. I make—I uh, used to make—I um, used to make like a shittier version of scrambled eggs, and then I watched uh, Big Night. I think it's called. You ever seen that movie? Nope. It's like this: these guys that work at this Italian restaurant. Uh, some some artist like Lou Bega or someone. I don't think it's actually him. Some artist <laughs> Lou Bega. He's the Mamba number five guy. <laughs> he doesn't show up. It's the guy who does. Uh, 
I don't know. He's like a doo-wop singer or some shit. He's going to come over to the restaurant and they got to cook food. The whole thing's all about food. And then like the day after they like, they're all fucked up and hung over and the guy makes eggs. And it's just this continuous shot of him preparing scrambled eggs. And I was like, I like that version. I've been making that ever since. What does he do different? Just olive oil, a little bit of salt. Um, he does something else too that I don't remember because I haven't made eggs in like a week. I like putting the salt on the yolk that way it doesn't um, overcook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mix it in when you when you're doing scrambled ahead of time. You stir it so it breaks up the proteins and shit. It's more cohesive. Anyway, more fluffy. Glib, what did you do? What have you eaten? Uh, I ate pretty bad today. I spent all day recording, so all I had was chicken and a roll. <laughs> chicken and a roll. Was there at least spice on this? Uh, on the chicken, yes. Is it jerk fried chicken? It was uh, hot wings, I think, something like that. Nice. Jam. Oh, I love wings. The same. Yeah, wings good. Make a mean wing dip. Probably we should have a, a podcast sometime. Podcast potluck. Why did I say podcast? Podcast potluck. Yeah, there you go. Spoiler cast, we make chicken. <laughs> I'm waiting for chicken. Hell yeah. Oh, I would love an egg based podcast. That would, I, I would cook eggs for the podcast. <laughs> the thumbnail. When am I getting my popcorn? That's the real question here. Eggs. I've been eating a lot of popcorn actually recently. It's a lot of fiber in popcorn. They don't tell you that. Not that much fiber. It's a good amount. It's a surprising amount. It's like three grams per cup. <laughs> That's like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you need a cup of popcorn real quick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to talk about popcorn anymore. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're done. Uh, the music is probably already playing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye. Yeah, you guys going to say anything? What the fuck is that? Okay. Well, thank, thank you guys for watching and listening. Um,. Dang, I don't know what we're supposed to say. Uh, well, goodbye, fellow megatennist. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, there we go. I'll, I'll watch my it. video or your mom will die asleep tonight. No, don't watch. Don't watch no. those videos. Download them. You got to finish the video before they can watch it. Ooh. I finished recording. Gosh. That's good, not good, finished. Good, good. I'm trying to shill for Glib for a second. If Glib okay. finishes his video before we put this podcast up, I'll put it in the description on YouTube. Mm, you can watch well. it. I definitely won't, sir. Yeah, that was the time to bribe me to not edit this quickly. Oh, no, edit quickly <laughs> to not stay up all night editing. Yeah, I mean, that being said, thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, just remember these are like the cliff notes for the podcast. Nocturne remaster is bad. Um, I guess rim expensive. Persona Five um, Blu-ray is bad. Atlas evil. Nintendo super evil. Sony switch bed, switch bed. Switch bed. Uh, don't touch any <laughs> Doubling code. down, switch bed. Switch bed. Um, switch very bad. Uh, goodbye, fellow. Wait, actually.